Hello and welcome back to the Dear Self with Love podcast. My name is Jenna Knapp and I'm your host. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. This is a space that is all about diving into the relationship that matters the most, the one that you have with yourself. And if you are tuning back in, welcome back. Alright, so this concept of sitting with discomfort is directly related to this project that I have been working on that has been keeping me from my consistent recording of the podcast, really consistent doing anything inside of my business, because I have been doing something that has been on my to-do list for two years I knew it was going to take so much energy and I just started to decide like this is literally energetically it's getting in the way of so much um, and I have to start it. So it became my Mercury retrograde project and I am very, very close to finishing this project. Whew is uh, consists of moving um, close to 200 videos, like Zoom recording videos that are about two hours each, um, to from one platform to another. So if you don't already know, um, I used to have a neuro-linguistic programming training program, certification program for new coaches, or um, continuing education for coaches who are already practicing. Um, And I ran that for two rounds back in 2020 and 2021. And loved it. Had a very beautiful time working with people from all around the world. Had such an incredible opportunity to share everything I had learned in my trainer's training program. But I came to the conclusion that it just wasn't what I thought it would be or what I needed it to be in order to like continue um, doing it Uh, and even though I decided not to continue it what I did do was freaking amazing what I did do inside of those two rounds was a very very big deal with so much love care wisdom um, deep sense of wonder and curiosity embedded into every single minute and working with every single person that I came into contact with through that experience. And so I have been archiving these, moving them from one platform to another, which has required me to watch little bits of and pieces of them. Um, Usually at the beginning when I'm like logging on, I can see myself like starting to press record on the video and welcoming everyone and saying what we're going to be learning. And it's been such an interesting and very uncomfortable process of watching all these different versions of myself that um, it feels far away now, but like two years ago, right? And I knew it would be a big undertaking logistically because like to move that much uh, digital memory from one place to another is a lot of like work and puzzle. uh, It's like a puzzle, right? To figure it all out and to like make sure you're doing it correctly and keeping everything in order. Um, And 
I knew it would be energetically very tiring too. So it is taking up all of my time and I am very proud of myself for doing it. And the good news about this archival process is that it is allowing me to open up the mental wealth method portal one more time before it's in the archive, in the vault forever. Whether it's something you can see yourself going through now or later or just having, it's an incredible resource to fall into for self-love, for using it for yourself. It really teach it in a way where the emphasis is on like thinking about your own stuff, your own life as you're learning it. But it's something that it's a resource that you can learn and like watch, but it's once you take it in, it's in you. And it's something that uh, can be an anchor for you in your life and for your family or for your creative practice or for your coaching practice. So I invite you to check out that link below too. I'm going to do a little mini series that's sort of going to be a chance to highlight certain bits and pieces from this, uh, where the next podcast episodes are going to be clips from um, the archive so that you can hear little like examples. So you can get inspired by where you can go and uh, explore deeper inside of the archival sale. If you can relate to having had something on your to-do list, not even like your wish list. Like, you know, there's those things that's like, oh, if I could do this someday, that would be cool. No, like this is like, it was literally a necessity. At some point, I knew I needed to move away from a monthly subscription type platform because like I'm paying so much a month to like host this material that I promised would be lifetime um, to a space that was like a one-time fee. So it's not going to be a recurring monthly fee for the rest of my life. So it's not like I wish I want to do this and put it on my wish list. It's like, no, someday this has to happen, but it took me so much time to gear up for it. And then since Mercury Retrograde is all about just like editing and revising and pausing and taking space, and I usually take time off of social media during that period anyway, I felt like, okay, this is it. And I really thought it was going to take one week, but my friends, I am almost done with it. I'm so close, but I am, I am in my fourth week of doing it now. And it has been such an uncomfortable thing to sit with and to keep showing up to every single day and to power through and to like, the discipline of like, I have to finish this so that the next thing can happen. And doing this is creating so much space for the next chapter because energetically clearing this space, removing this, officially archiving that program um, and putting it away in the vault um, is going to create so much room. And I'm so excited about it, but it is a lot of work. Um, so this concept of sitting with discomfort is really coming from this project, but it's also a theme that just has been coming up a lot for me. Um, and like most topics that I talk about on the podcast, what I've noticed other people coming to the, it's been coming to the surface for other people too. And I think Mercury retrograde is such a time for that, um, where 
like uncomfortable things are happening and we don't have like a escape button or a get out of jail free card like there's a certain timeline on that it's usually a month fish more like four to six weeks I don't know the exact timeline but it feels long <laughs> and um like when we know it's coming and then we're in it and then we know that it's going to keep going and we know that there's like some energy that lingers after and there's even some energy that revs up before it's like there is no other option but to just sit with this is what's happening and I wanted to bring it to the podcast here today because I want that to be a metaphor that we can look at together of really how do we how do we allow ourselves to sit with the discomfort and sit in the discomfort so two different things come to mind two different visuals if you can see yourself I think the visual of sitting with it literally comes with me sitting at my desk with my computer with it but like if you could see yourself sitting next to the thing that is bringing you discomfort at this time or has recently brought you discomfort if you are currently out of it you can see yourself sitting with it what does that visual do in your mind like what do you notice about your body how you're reacting how you're holding it in your nervous system um what about it is making you uncomfortable? What's pushing you to feel that like wiggly feeling or maybe it's a squirmy feeling or like a antsy feeling? How does that feeling manifest for you physically? What does that experience feel like? And then the other thing, if that visual doesn't quite work for you, you could play with the words of sitting in it right? What does sitting in the discomfort, and maybe this is more of like a timeline of something like Mercury retrograde or, you know, like a really difficult chapter in your career if you're like in a period of like waiting for that promotion or maybe you're changing directions of your career and you're in the in-between space where you're like, you're waiting for the inspiration of like, what is it that I want to do next? Like, here I am and you're, you feel like you're in it. What does that visual do? If you're in it, what does the surrounding area around you look like? How do you define in? And what images, sensations, sensory details come to mind for you with that? And whatever's coming up for you, whatever is rising to the surface as you just simply hear me talk about that, um, I just want to invite you to like, be curious and also be honest with yourself of like, do you sit with it or in it? Or are you the type of person who needs to like wrap it up quickly or move through it quickly or you'll do whatever you can to like get to the other side of the thing so that it can be over? Um, I really identify with that. I have a hard time with patience and waiting and usually... I want to make sense of things and I want to understand them and I can get very uncomfortable in the discomfort of like not understanding or having to wait. And one of my very good friends recently, we were texting back and forth and I was talking about like a big 
decision I was making with a personal relationship in my life and I was talking about how like, well, if I do this, I'll feel a lot of guilt. Um, and she was just asking me like, well, what would it, what would it feel like to like allow yourself to sit with the guilt? Right. And when, when I say do this, it was actually not doing something out of like a people pleasing mode of like, well, what if you didn't do it? And you just, rather than like following through people pleasing feeling like, okay, everything is okay. And instead you stayed at home, you didn't do the thing. Um, and you just sat with the guilt, right? Sort of the same thing of sitting with the discomfort. What would happen if you just sat with that feeling? Um, that invitation really like did something for me because there is that alternative. Everything doesn't have to be so black and white. It doesn't have to be figured out. There is that gray space of it's unfolding. And I think it's ironic because I literally had a podcast episode about unfolding and waiting for like all the details between here and there to reveal themselves. But there's a different energy of like the waiting and the discomfort and the wanting to move through something quickly that can just be so challenging. So bringing this to you today, asking you how it resonates with you, what visuals come up for you if you're someone who likes to push through and get to the other side. I want to give you a few prompts to think about um, and really like invite yourself to uh, so that you can learn some new things about yourself while sitting with that discomfort because there is so much there, right? I think sometimes the urge to like push through and get to the other side is conditioned into us, right? Of like, okay, here's the problem. We're going to fix it. Um, it can feel really hard to just let a problem be a problem. It can be really hard to not distract ourselves while we're waiting for something. It can be really hard to say, I'm going to let it come to me, and then we're constantly searching for the thing. Um, yeah, so how can you, this is the prompt I want to give you, is how can you process the feelings that come up with the sitting with it or within it um, to kind of allow yourself to like really witness it, right? Like, so not searching for the next thing or moving through it or trying to fix the problem, but what can you do to really be present with the feelings that are in the in-between right there? It might be journaling. It might be going for daily walks where you just like dedicate time to just thinking about it. It might be going for walks where instead of listening to music or a podcast, you go without headphones. This is something I've been doing lately where I like feel pretty uncomfortable with the silence, but I allow myself to just be uncomfortable with it and see what happens. Um, this might be a creative practice of like finding a way to process through your feelings, um, with visuals rather than words, if words feel hard. Um, it might be, you know, some daily accountability with a family member or a friend or a loved one where you kind of have a check-in of like, just really honoring, like, this is where, this is where I'm at. This is the raw truth. This is it. Like, how can you 
process the in-between stage here. And this is something that we have been uncovering inside of Full Cup Club too this spring of like, we came together with these intentions and goals for eight weeks together. And next week is already our last week. And we had this idea of what we wanted to accomplish. And now as we come up on the eight week mark, people are feeling a little bit of that like tension of like, oh, I didn't do what I thought I was going to do in the eight weeks. Like a lot of other things happened. It didn't go exactly as planned. And here I am sitting with the discomfort of how I used this time and or didn't use this time and or other external things happened that changed the trajectory of how I could use this time. And honoring that, acknowledging it, and even just verbalizing it is such a big part of it. So if you have someone that you can verbalize this to, if it feels good to journal about it, um, another practice that I've been doing more recently it to actually give like a quantifier to how I'm feeling in my energy levels because this whole process has been so taxing is um, telling Taj every day uh, and writing in my journal like what my battery percentage is at. Like today I feel like I'm at a 55. I've had days over the past couple weeks where I literally felt like I was at 10%. And on a 10% day, I am not going to sit down and do this project. I am going to recharge, right? Like having a quantifier, something you can measure and that visual or that number that can invite you to sort of check in with yourself and see how you're doing in that in-between space. Um, Another example is with uh, the what I mentioned about a creative practice of like how can you process the in-between space with um, visuals instead of words and one thing I have been doing is teaching myself how to quilt um, not in a very technical way in a style called improv quilting and I've started this new practice over the past week where I just, because I really needed to do something that wasn't just 100% screen time, I've started this practice of uh, quilting a square a day. And what ended up happening is every time I sit down to do it, every time I'm like picking which fabrics I want to sew with that night, I find myself realizing like it feels really, really good to um, look at like how can I represent how I'm feeling in this tiny, like, um, eight by eight square, eight by eight inches square. And after doing it for one week, I can look back and I can see how I was feeling in those visuals. Um, and it's incredible because not only is that sitting down creation time, thinking time, processing time, like just filtering, But I'm also able to like look back and it sort of is an archive and it's a way to mark the days during a big project, during a sort of clunky time of like, there's so many things I would like to be doing instead of this, need to be doing instead of this, but I'm committed to seeing this through, even though it went beyond what I thought it would be. um, I know what it's going to feel like on the other side of it. So 
that fortitude, that persistence, um, is being documented in a completely different way. And I can only imagine how this practice could look for like different seasons of life too. Um, so those are just some ideas of how you can really look at and examine. But the invitation that I want to give you, the roadmap I want to leave you with at the end of this podcast is really checking in and seeing what the visuals are with the sitting with the discomfort or sitting in the discomfort. And then asking yourself, um, are you the type of person who who, like charges through it, needs to move through it and not feel the in-between? And if that is true, how can you invite yourself to really sit with it, be present to it, and process it externally somehow? Whether it's just getting words down onto the page, going for walks, moving your body, talking to a friend, having some sort of check-in system like the battery or the number. Um, a creative practice where you can find a way to express yourself without words um, and visuals instead. And then see how you feel. (laughs) See what you learn about yourself through the process of doing the things you really don't want to do. Sitting inside of an energy that we're all so quick to move through. Um, again, I know this theme has been coming up a lot for me and different people in my life. I've seen it coming up online, so it really must be coming up for the collective. And I'm really grateful that it is because I think there's so much energy around like a quick fix or quantum leaps in this industry and kind of the world right now, just where the attention spans are and all those things. So um, this is really a different approach to slowing down. So I will be back soon with those special podcast episodes for you as we ride out the rest of the month. And please let me know how this episode resonated with you. Drop me a comment down below. Let's have a little conversation about how you sit with discomfort and how you can allow yourself some room to process and be present to it. Take good care. Until next time, sending you so much love.